0: In this book of Isaiah, chapter 1, from verse, 6, from verse 10 to 17, is so against what we call religious activism. Religious activism that has nothing to do with life transformation. For life, we can call it also religiosity. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Give ear to the teachings of our God, you people of Gomorrah. What to me is a multitude of sacrifices, says the Lord. I've had enough of burnt offering of rams. What does he want? Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. That's what God wants from us. The essence of our everyday activity in church is to sustain our cleanness before God, that will sustain a stable spirit of faithfulness. That we don't behave like people who do not know God. We must bear fruit of quality repentance. Remove the evils of your doings. That's what God is demanding from us. We were sharing a few days ago. Oh no, yesterday I had a group who who comes here every two months, uh, or two, two weeks? Charismatic groups will have an intensive teaching here. I was struck a chord when I was telling them that someone who does not come to church at all, but begins to live the Christ life, begins to apply Christ's principles, Christ ethics, and Christ morality in his day-to-day activity, is more preferable than someone who carries all the religious activities on his head, and never yield to the morality of Christ, to the ethics of Christ, and to the principles of Christ. They were shocked. Church doesn't make you a child of God. Mm -mm. Make yourself clean. Remove the evils of your doing from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. is a learning process because you are born an evil person by nature. Even a child born today, he is born into what? Into evil. David said, "In sin was I conceived; in iniquity I was born." So the child too, as he grows, has to learn. Has to be taught how to do good. You don't teach children how to do evil. (laughs) As they grow, they manifest it. You don't wonder, "Uh uh-uh, is that not my daughter? Is that not my son? Where do you learn this from? He doesn't learn it. It's intrinsic. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Correct oppression. Be it physical oppression or spiritual oppression. Defend those who have no father and mother. Plead for the widow. Stand for those who are vulnerable because of the structures of the society. This is what God wants from us. He's not interested in all that that paraphernalia that we brandish as Christians. I'm a Catholic. I'm a Methodist. I'm a Pentecostal. That is inconsequential. The question is, have you received the Christ? Has the Christ conquered you? The Christ you have received, has he conquered you in such a way that it is no longer you who live, it is Christ that lives in you. Has he increased more than you now? Like John said, may he increase, may I decrease. This is a true picture of our Christian witnessing that we must every day pursue. It must be our target. It must be what is the driving force than us. The man will celebrate today, St. Benedict. A young man, born into a very rich family. Very rich family. And as usual, you know, parents who only want to have the best care for their children, they will, they will toil and toil and toil and toil and then have so much for themselves and they will want to keep for their unborn eh, generation. It's a normal you know, mentality that parents have. I don't want to leave my pe- my children worse, in the worse scenario than myself. They want to make sure that they don't suffer. They cut money to bank for them. You know, build houses for them. If you have five children, you build one, two, three, four, five for them and all that. <laughs> it's a normal thing I will see in life. It's good. But it's not too good also. So this man was privileged to be in that kind of family. And they willed everything to him. He was so rich. But he was a Christian also. He was born in a Christian home. But as he began to walk with the Lord, the Lord began to tell him that the civilization that governs that thing that your parents gave you is not of God. He takes the Holy Spirit to reach that level. If he's not given to you, you will not know. This is what killing ourselves for. You'll be shocked. God will tell you my hands are not uh, not in it. That's why if you see many of them, as they develop in the spirit, they come to a point where they see these things that we and I pride ourselves about. They see it as rubbish. And it cannot cause a fight in the heart. He gave up that patrimony; everything He gave it up. Dear child of God, if it is today, your first son, you have left everything. You're You're now 80 years. Eh? and you have reeled everything to your only son, and he tells you, mommy, I don't need this. Give it to the poor. I'm going to the monastery. Won't you go and hang yourself? He said, no, I won't hang myself Father. No, ah, if Jesus, uh, even right now, you are not making choice for him for the best school he wants him to go to. And sometimes the school is going to, not because you want your child to learn, but you want to also be proud that this is the type of school my son is attending. And he didn't go to all this year school. And anybody that comes around, you want to tell the person, well, my children are doing well, you know, I just, uh, God just blessed me, and I, I just took them to this school, you know. You want people to know the type of school your children are attending. Because to add to your profile, You know, it's part of building your CV. (laughs) How can they go to that kind of stupid school? But this man rejected it as the gospel entered his his heart. And he went into the bush. Can you imagine? This guy went to the best of schools. He was given the best of treatment. He saw the, the peak of enjoyment, if you like. Among his colleagues, he was rated high. That this family, he is from this family. But he left it. Went into the bush and started living a life of what they call the hermit. And while he was doing his life, the, the glory of God started manifesting his life. And that's how he started the monastic life today. That we have many monks, people who have made it in society and they abandoned everything, and they have found their way into the monasteries. It's the wisdom that comes from the Holy Spirit to make us understand how perverse the case of life is. And we who are uh, the active contemplatives eh, who are in the world, who have not gone to the monastery, eh, we need to gain the wisdom to understand that whatever we are brandishing today as our achievement in this world is rubbish. And if you allow you to clamp down on your soul and make you compromise the Christ in you, then you're not wise. And so, our journey every day as things come, we must place things in the right perspective. And one of the ways the devil uses these things we acquire to destroy us is when we use it to insult the human dignity. When you refuse to allow whatever God God is bringing around your life to help advance people's lives, you are using it to oppress them. Be it your office, be it your career, be it in your business, you are using it to dehumanize people in the name of gain and position, and all that. That's where God will be angry with you, the way he's angry in this first thing ah. of today. Because he brought, he brought you to that position for you to be wise enough and trade well, and use it to uphold the dignity of the human person whom he has created in his own image and likeness. That's our true Christian witnessing. We must prove ourselves in those areas, every day. But the devil will say, No, you can't prove yourself. I must make sure I corrupt you, I must make sure I, I corrupt even your Christian faith and make render you useless. And so he will tell you continue your religiosity. But the essence of your religion is completely eradicated. What a painful thing. That is why, child of God, if you want to live. The glorious Christian life is the life you live consciously. It's the life you live every day. You must make up your mind, today I will achieve this in my Christ. Irrespective of my temperament. Irrespective of how I feel. Irrespective of the situation around me. I must achieve this. I must do this. If you don't do it, you cannot see yourself living it out is a daily enforcement of the virtues of Christ. Even me who is father, who has given my life so much, and with all the training, I still find it difficult. How much more? Those who are not going for the training. I have to live my life as a priest consciously because you can easily forget who you are and start living as if God doesn't exist. I tell you, in a split for a second, you can start doing things that you really wonder, am I a priest? How can a priest live this kind of life? How can you react like this? Or how can you behave like this? In a, for a second, you will see yourself completely off track. So each day you wake up, you remind yourself of who you are. You enforce it. And as the hour counts, you are conscious. You are conscious. You are conscious. And even without consciousness, sometimes you see that it is still difficult. You will still delay from time to time. Because this body... Is the greatest enemy of your faith. If you don't conquer it, you can't conquer anything. Praise the Lord. Amen. This is what the Lord demanded from us. Learn to do good. Even Jesus himself, why he was here? The pressure was on him but he continued. The Bible says he learned through suffering. Even Christ himself in flesh, he learned through suffering. We must learn it. We must learn it. We must be teachable. We must be teachable. We must be ready to open our heart to learn. And force ourselves to conform to what God demands of us. We must be shaped. We must be cogged. We must be broken. We must lose our ego. We must lose our pride. Christ must be installed in us. This is what God is expecting of us. And his glory can be made manifest in our lives beyond measure. So when we celebrate a sense like this, we are celebrating someone who has yielded himself and has passed through the crucible of tests. And all of us, the same scenario they found themselves, we are into right now. What are we doing? What are you doing with your life as a Christian? Very important. God has invested so much in us. He has trusted us so much. He has given us so much. Now he's waiting for the wise virgins Who will start engaging all he has done to them, you know, both internally and externally? We want to thank God for the life of Saint Benedict. And we pray because he's here now. He's here with us. That through his intercession, may he ask the Holy Spirit to give us that same insight he got that made him to see so much that God blessed him and took a radical step. And I'm sure that time when you do the many people insulted him, in they're a fool. What type of church is that? What type of faith is that? Nobody has acted this way. His generation did not honor him. But many years later, when the story is full step, he has made a legacy that has inspired centuries, not just you know generations. You see, that through intercession in our own time too, that we will gain that insight and take some practical steps every day. And define who we are in God. So that our light can so shine. And men may see it. And glorify our Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Two things. of a cup.